0: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fees, 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement. Due. $35 per line connection charge applies. CTMobile.com. Mike and Christian back here on Sports Talk. Will McFadden, writer for the Falcoholic, host of the Believe in Falcons podcast. It's Saints and Falcons this Sunday in the Superdome. Week one, the Saints got the better of the Falcons, got the win. Uh, Will, what led to the, the quarterback change of Desmond Ritter from, from uh, Marcus Mariota? Yeah, it's a big place to start. It's obviously the number one topic here in Atlanta this week. It's two things. Um, first off, it's just the performance of the offense here for Atlanta recently. They've lost four of their last five games heading into the bye week. In each of their four losses, they failed to score more than 17 points Uh, They really struggled to possess the football. Their um, number of drives in each of those games was really low. And it's something that they'd been doing well when they kind of got off to the surprising start against a much more difficult slate of opponents than I think uh, they've seen recently. And so Marcus Mariota was a big part of why the offense was struggling. He was missing a lot of the throws that the offense was trying to incorporate into what has been all season long, a really run heavy offense, but they understand they need to evolve and adjust. And they gave the the opportunity to Marcus to kind of hit some of these passes, maybe relax defenses a little bit from the line of scrimmage and he wasn't getting it done. And so over the bye week, it presented the right time to get your third round rookie who has been operating as your backup quarterback. And as Arthur Smith said, you know, one snap away from becoming the starter at any point before this uh, this opportunity for him, but they haven't had to go to him. They feel like he's finally started to really pick up the mental side of the game, understand and digest the playbook so that they don't feel they have to pair anything back, even though they've got a rookie now running the show. So it's kind of two reasons. One, the performance of Marcus Mariota and the offense as a whole recently, specifically as it pertains to the passing game, and then just Desmond Ritter's kind of progression throughout his rookie season, and they feel like now is the right opportunity to give him a four-game run, let him get his feet wet on Sunday, and then they'll see going into the offseason kind of what they have at that position. One thing for sure, Will, that was not 73 players better than the draft, uh, than Desmond Ritter. Uh, That he lasted that long really surprised me. In the same way with Tyler at running back, that's not 150 players better than him. He was the 151 first player drafted, and Tyler's been a really good back. Um, he's shown, you know, he's no scrub as far as a back's concerned, and uh, uh, I, I think you got something there, and, and Drake London also. So just kind of talk about the three rookies. You talked a little bit about Desmond, but also Tyler at running back and, and Drake London uh, at the wide receiver position. For sure, yeah. I can I can talk briefly just about what Desmond Ritter, his skill set, kind of what he brings to this offense, because we saw him in preseason. He looked sharp. He looked really good throwing the football, uh, could kind of deliver it all around the field. Accuracy was one of the key negatives of him coming out of Cincinnati, but particularly kind of early game accuracy. Once he settled in, he was pretty sharp with the football, but he didn't have any of those early miscues in the preseason. So I think you're going to see the Falcons' offense kind of – use the quick passing game in a way that they haven't this season. Let Desmond Ritter get the ball out, let him be decisive, and maybe turn some of these run attempts into screens, uh, shallow crossers, slants, quick outs, that type of thing, I think could play into Desmond Ritter's strength. And, of course, he can still run, so the Saints need to still be aware of, of his ability to kind of tuck it and uh, pick up yardage himself. Tyler Algier he has been really rock solid i think all season long and and he is what the falcons wanted mike davis to be last year when they brought in cordero patterson and mike davis last offseason it was really mike davis who was the presumed starter and and cordero was going to be the kind of change of pace guy that never material uh, materialized in the way they envisioned obviously because cordero you know put together a pro bowl season this year he has not been the featured back that I think a lot of people expected, and that's in part due to some inj- injuries that he's dealt with uh kind of throughout the year, but also because Tyler algier has demanded his own workload he he gets about twelve to fourteen carries a game, can average anywhere from you know four and a half to to five and a half yards on on those carries so he does a little bit of everything that the Falcons want in in a running back, and so he has been Really, I think, a pleasant surprise and the reason why Cordero Patterson has not had to shoulder a big workload throughout the season. So I'm curious to see how they utilize him down this four-game stretch, especially with Kyle Pitts out. I think you could see a lot of Tyler Algier and Cordero Patterson on the field at the same time on Sunday. So I would keep an eye out for that. And then Drake London, uh, you guys saw him in in week one. I mean, he kind of came out of the gates. Looking sharp, looking uh, polished as a, as a rookie. He has big play ability, but we haven't really seen that a ton this season. I think that has more to do with the design of the offense than his individual ability. Uh, he can block. He can make contested catches. He can get open, I think, a little bit more frequently, frequently than people assumed he would coming out of the draft. Uh, it was a high draft pick for Atlanta. The stats alone won't indicate that, you know, this year at least he was worth that high pick. But I I don't think anybody has any complaints or issues uh, with the way that Drake London has played so far this year. Will, what kind of game do you think we're going to see? you think we're going to see one of those wild, typical Saints-Falcons games? Yeah, yeah, I do. But I think it's going to be more of the low-scoring variety. I, I think it's going to be one of these where, you know, maybe there are a couple of turnovers on either side. Um, I think that you're going to see a Falcons defense that really did uh, get after Jameis Winston in week one pretty effectively. And, And in looking back at that tape, you know, Alvin Kamara is he likes to go out on passing routes, right? Like he likes to be involved as a playmaker in the offense, not so much as a step up and pick up that fifth fifth defender who's coming after the quarterback kind of guy. And so the Saints did make an adjustment to either keep an extra tight end in or bring Mark Ingram kind of into the game a little bit more in week one. I'm curious to see how that chess match has evolved, but I expect the Falcons who you know, have some guys that can apply pressure to kind of come after uh, Andy Dalton pretty early in the game. And then offensively for Atlanta, I, I expect them to ease Desmond Ritter into it, stick with the run game, maybe take a couple of shots early to try to loosen up that same secondary. But by and large, I think it'll be a competitive kind of physical, maybe a little sloppy at times, but one of these like 17, 20, maybe coming down to the, to the final drive. Can somebody kick a game winning field goal? Can Taysom Hill make a big play like he did in in week one to kind of keep things in the balance. But yeah, I'm, I'm expecting a, a typical Saints Falcons hate week, you know, coming down to the wire, uh, but I think it'll be on the lower-scoring variety than than maybe this, like, 35-32 that we saw kind of in the Drew Brees-Matt Ryan heyday. Will McFadden, writer for the Falcoholic, host of the Believe in Falcons podcast. Thank you. Thank you, Will. Yeah, no problem, guys. Thanks for having me. All right, we'll step away and come back. This is Sports Talk here on WWL. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch.